Hello and welcome to episode 51 of the Nonsense Review. I am your host as always, Devon, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello everybody. Today we have a special episode. We're going back to a tried and tested formula from the extra credit episodes back in the day. Yeah, we're doing something that we started out doing really early on when we did the Danger Mounts Ancient versus Modern. So we're doing today as the DuckTales Ancient versus Modern. We are, but before we do that, we've got a little bit of a different thing to do this week. Anyone who's been watching along or listening along will realise that last week we had to pull out one of our emergency sick day episodes. It was Amphibia. That's how long ago it was because Rick has spoken many a time how he's completed that series now. Yep. <laughs> what happened last week is we had the internet issues, so we just decided to do that. But we did manage to record what happened during our weeks back then. So, through the miracle of editing, we're just going to bang that in right now. I have no idea what's been going on in the world. I've been living under a rock playing Pokemon. <laughs> oh, yeah, that did come out, didn't it? Yeah, it did. I'm pretty much done. I think there's a couple of story things to do in the post game, and I'm working my way through those, but I've got a pretty good roster of dudes. I think it's fun. I can understand why other people might not think so. I've had a lot of people criticizing it, and I'm just looking past it because I'm playing it as a handheld game. I can put up with some slight graphical not so goodies, and I've really enjoyed the experience. As an outsider looking in, I've had no experience with this game. I've barely looked at it. I know it's not aimed at me, and that's fine. Yeah. On Twitter, a lot of people have mentioned how it's quite funny how a bunch of people were shitting on the game before it came out, and then very quickly changed their tune when they started playing it, allegedly. Yeah, there was a lot of people really shitting on it, but it's one of those the Diamond and Pearl remakes with the actual cash grab. This is the one that they actually put some effort into. I think there's ten new Pokemon slash new forms, and it's based around the ten followers of the original hero. Ash? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the original hero in this context? Oh, I think it's like, it's, there's like a human hero that was like the first Pokemon trainer and he had like 10 cool Pokemon. Okay, bullshit made up OC for the game, got it. Yeah, yeah, but that was like the first Pokemon trainer. I think it's like 100, 120, maybe 80 years before the regular games and it's all about, you, you've got like this feudal Japanese style village rather than a town in every corner and you can see how you can basically colonize an entire region in a, in 100 years or so. There's a bit of schizotech going on. The professor is probably an ancestor of Hop and Leon from Sword and Shield. He looks a bit like Carl Pilkington and he's got a he's got a pocket camera which were actually available about a hundred years ago in the real world. So it's not that unbelievable. It's Pokemon, who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when something happens in Star Wars, which is kind of relevant because we spoke about it yesterday. It's just like hand wave it, it's Star Wars, it's fucking space magic, who cares? Yep, yep. I'm digging a lot of the new forms. Like the Arcanine is black and red and I think that looks cool. Some people think it looks shit. I think it looks awesome. <laughs> I get what you're saying, but it's a very cop-out, lazy colour scheme. It is, but yeah, the, the Growlithe is really cute. It's got a lot of hair on its head. It can't see through its eyes. <laughs> oh, it's a fucking old English sheepdog, is it? Yeah, it's one of those. It's very, very cute. But yeah, uh, that's pretty much enough about Pokemon. There's a lot of new Pokemon, a lot of new forms, and massive ones as well. But yeah, that's enough about me and Pokemon. How's your week been? Okay, well, if you're handing it over to me, got a few things to talk about. Some things in the wide world, some things I just did on a personal level. Are you excited? Fire away! First things first, I finally watched Encanto. It's still out in cinemas as far as I'm aware as well. Is it? I know definitely when it first came out on Disney+, Plus, it was still out in cinemas because I, I checked and I looked. It's been like months. It's been like, yeah, at least a few weeks. And last time we actually did go to the cinema, Encanto was one of the things that was still on. It, I admittedly it only had like one showing, but that's par for the course for something that's been out for more than a week or two. But yeah, it's a good film. Very beautifully animated. Yes. 
But it's also Pixar, so that's kind of par for the course, you know what I mean? Yeah, I hear some good things about the songs as well. I can't name a song I didn't like. <laughs> and oh my god, they're fucking new Frozen, don't talk about Bruno. I get it, it's very catchy, and it's been stuck in my head since I watched the film. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, because most of the catchy songs are from the Disney Animation Studios that also do 3D, so, like, Frozen. Okay, I just assumed Frozen was Pixar. I mean, because it's well animated, it's not a stupid assumption. Certain ones are Disney Animation Studios, certain ones are Pixar. Pixar tend to be the ones that do new things. Disney Animation Studios tend to be the ones that do the Disney formula of taking something that already exists and remixing it. So like Tangled, Frozen, and to a weird degree they also did that with the Planes movie, which was set in the Cars universe, but such a shit spin-off that they couldn't get Pixar to make it because they couldn't get them interested enough. I didn't know Pixar had that kind of clout. So they kind of don't, but if if you get told to make something and you tell them straight back, I don't think there's a movie in this. I don't think we should make it. I don't think we should be the ones on the ticket for this. We'll hand you all the assets you like, but you're on your own. Then that's about as honest as you're going to get from an animator. Having watched the Planes movies, they weren't that great. (laughs) Encanto was great. I really liked the big buff strong woman because of course I did. Yes. (laughs) Her name is Dereza and she gets a banger of a song on her own as well. Nice one. But after that song, the film did something great. How many times do you hear me say, Rick, oh, for fuck's sake, give them a hug? Quite often. (laughs) The second the song finished, I was like, for fuck's sake, give her a hug. And the main character instantly gave her a hug. And I went, oh, surprise Pikachu face. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was very happy. But yeah, that song's fucking great. Again, there's no no deadbeat songs. Mm, Cool. But yeah, enough Encanto talk. Another thing I've decided to watch, there's a TV show called Smiling Friends. Okay. It's on Channel 4 over here. It's made by Zach Hadel. The Psychic Pebbles on the Only Plays channel. Okay. Chris O'Neill. I've only seen him as a guest on other things like Game Grumps. Okay, fair enough. Well, Zach is a guest on Only Plays, which is Chris O'Neill's channel. Yeah, 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 yeah. And my God, is it fucking funny. It feels very random at times, and it kind of is, and that's kind of the charm to it. Okay. So is it uh, is it live action or animated it's, or what? It's, it's animated. Okay. They're 10 minutes an episode. That's instantly an easier sell for me. <laughs> There's four episodes on four at the moment, and a new episode comes out every Friday. I've seen some stuff that happens that hasn't aired on Channel 4 yet, because I watched a compilation on YouTube, which is the whole reason why I fucking watched it in the first place. The very first episode establishes the the tone of the show. If you don't like the first episode, you probably won't like the entirety of the show. Yep, fair enough. I don't want to spoil any gags, so I'll leave it at that. I recommend easy fucking watching, let me tell you that. Mm. The last thing I want to talk about on a personal note is... Rick, this is not a wrestling podcast. No, it isn't. We had the Royal Rumble last weekend. Okay. Now, people who know me know that the one wrestling event I've always adored and will always tune in for is the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't do that this year. I just don't care about the product anymore. And boy, am I glad I didn't stay up late up until fucking four o'clock in the morning to watch that shit. Yeah. It's always sad when something someone is passionate about gets stuck in the worst possible boxes. I no longer care. Well, just first of all, it was on a Saturday for some reason instead of the usual Sunday, which is always weird. Yep, yep. That's not what I'm going to bitch about. What I am going to bitch about is I did read the results and the surprise entrance. One of the most fun things about the Royal Rumbles is the random cameos and surprise entrance. Okay. We got no one this year. Oh, no. Well, in the men's. In the women's, it was fucking great. There was loads of surprises. Everything else was a bit shit. The two winners of the two Rumbles are both part-timers, which I think most wrestling fans agree sucks. Yep. Those part-timers are, one, Ronda Rousey and Brock Lesnar. They're both known for MMA, so they've got wide stream appeal, so that's probably why they won. But as a wrestling fan, I don't really care about either of them. Yeah, as someone who's been on Imager, like, a lot of Imager really likes Ronda Rousey. I mean, when she's not throwing a hissy fit, she's quite an awesome person. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she throws hissy fits a lot. 
Alrighty, shall we move on to a couple of stories in the wide, wide world? Sure, let's do. Troy Baker. Yes. He did a no-no with the NFT stuff. Yeah, he's been selling them, ain't he? Yeah, but worse than that, he was selling other people's as NFTs. Oh, boy. He was selling voice clips of other voice actors who he did not get permission from. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a big no-no in NFTs. Like, if you're going to sell something, have the rights to the thing you are selling before you do so. Also, NFTs are bullshit and made up anyway. It's a scam amongst a scam, and scammers are mad that they're not scamming enough people. Yeah, all the game companies are going, yeah, we want to jump on board with this we won again and at day one you don't think you want it but when we release it you will twitter did a thing where you could have nfts as your icons you get a special hexagon i really wish this wasn't a thing the twitter account for fall guys released an entire sheet of fall guy hexagon shaped icons for fall guy characters and said oh no i hope nobody saves this (laughs) one of the things of early nfts is that someone went oh i copied your thing i saved it to my hard drive and i found the code that you have that makes it non-fungible and I posted it here there your non-fungible token is now fungible it's all, it's, it's all bullshit it only has meaning if people give it meaning which most people are smart enough to go that's bullshit yeah I understand if someone can't go and get a thing signed as an autograph from their favourite creator I understand wanting to own something unique from them but that's a single thing that should cost ideally nothing about the same as much as rights to an autograph but anyway this story has kind of a happy ending Troy Baker got yelled at for his things and he tweeted I'm no longer selling F- NFTs and I'm sorry oh yeah 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 we'll wait and see because you know words are meaningless in this society but if he sticks to it then words and to a certain degree actions are meaningless it's only the perception of them in history I'm never gonna knock someone for trying to make money because money unfortunately is the root of most things in our society tears and all let's talk about the very final thing going on in the wide wide world yeah let's shall you heard about the book ban in Tennessee the book man yes oh I, I, I've heard that mouse has now been banned Yes, specifically in Tennessee by the school board. Yeah, so it's a cartoon, a cartoonist graphic novel. Yes. Based on the events of the Holocaust, written by a Holocaust survivor, in which the Jewish people are depicted as mice. Hitler and such is depicted as cats. Aren't they pigs? On the cover, they're depicted as cats. I think it's the German populace are pigs. Could be. Including including the uh, the SS. Yeah, could be, could be. Yeah, yeah. But Stephen King had a great take on this. Uh-huh. He said, when books get banned, because they do, it happens in, in a lot of places, but rarely in the US, because freedom of speech and whatnot, allegedly anyway, Stephen King's words were, don't get get angry, don't shout, don't fight, buy that book. Well, here's the thing, it's drawn more attention to Mouse than anything else could. It's the number one top seller in the States at the moment. Yeah, that's basically the happy ending for that. It's one of those things where it's almost as if someone in that country is trying to do something similar and doesn't want people to know the warning signs. Yeah. Almost. Can't say for definite though. No one would ever try that in the States, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Anyway, Tennessee, bad, for shame. Although there's, there's so many stories of comic books retailers putting out tweets and stuff saying hey if you live in Tennessee send us your send us your address and we will happily ship you a copy of Mal. Yeah yeah yeah. But yeah that's fucked. I haven't read the graphic novel myself but for fuck's sake we had a copy of it in my secondary school library. Yeah but yeah I think that's about enough from the outside world unless you have something else to talk about. Yeah, things were a bit heavy last week. There was some really interesting things going on in the world. This week, hopefully, we're going to be talking about a bit more of a pleasant series of topics. In fact, one very big one, which is probably going to be the bulk of our weeks. So, let's get to it, shall we? Rick, how's your week been, buddy? I've been doing a lot of Netflix. I watched Disenchantment, which was new, and binged the entire thing. But the other thing I watched was Green Snake, which is a Chinese 3D animation, and I had to keep pausing it and coming back to it on another day because of how much things were going on, and my lizard brain had to pass 
it. Starts out looking a bit like Overwatch with a guy who makes a bunch of runes out of his jacket to defend against two ladies that are summoning the ocean with sword wands. <laughs> It's a trip. And then it gets even worse. One of them goes to the afterlife. Found out about halfway through that this is a sequel. So that's where some of the baggage came from. But yeah, enough about me and Green Snake. How about you? How was your week? I started playing some gacha games again. Okay. I've not been paying money. I've been playing Difafu again. I'm playing Fire Emblem Heroes again. Fate Go can piss off. Well, those two are the exact same two that I stuck with, rather than every other gacha game that I've tried, dipped my toe in and gone, this is shit. All gacha games are shit. It just depends what's got a decent enough battle system to keep you hooked. Did you get Garnet? I didn't get her BT, if that's what you're on about. So that's what I'm on about, yeah. Well, I don't know, because the LD came out as well when I was away. Yeah, the LD came out and now has a rerun. Yeah, but fuck that. Who gives a shit? Ico came out this week. Yeah, she did. She's really good. I used to use her before EXs became a thing, and she didn't get one straight away, which immediately... All of my entire team, when EXs came out, didn't get EXs, which made my entire team shit. <laughs> <laughs> it sucked so hard. I had yep, Ico, yep. Cypher, and Steiner, and they got dick all. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we could get bogged down in Difafu talk forever, so I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm playing it again. But yes, one thing I want to talk about in the wide, wide world that is not involved with the big thing we're going to talk about is very briefly we have a start date for the new kenobi series yes we do it is on may the 25th which is a bit of a pain because it would be really cool if it was may the 4th i have no idea why they didn't do it on may the 4th because i think may the 4th is even on a wednesday this year yeah that's it for our personal lives and that one bit of worldwide information let's get on to the meat of what happened in the week rick what is the event that we've been skirting around up until now for nintendo direct it was Nintendo Direct. Now, me, having nothing to do when it was on, decided to fucking just watch it, because it was on at a reasonable hour in England time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, huh, they're going to announce a lot of stuff this time. So I whipped out my phone and I've written everything down. <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready, Rick? I believe so. Just to explain to the audience, what's going to happen is I'm going to read off the announcements. If we want to talk about something from said announcement, we're going to elaborate. Otherwise, we're just going to shoot on to the next thing. So, to that end, the very first thing they opened with was a trailer for Fire Emblem Warriors Free Hope. I want this game. I also want this game, and I don't give a fuck about Fire Emblem Warriors. Like, I played the first Fire Emblem Warriors, it was a bit bare bones, because a lot of characters were clones, and they didn't have a lot of characters. They didn't even have a infantry axe person. That's Tecmo Koei to a fucking T, though. They love to do clones, because it gives them less work. Yeah, there were three Pegasus Spear users, and they all used the same moveset. So the way they do it in Dynasty Warriors in later things is everything has the same basic moveset, so if you're a spearman, you're always going to just use spear. The way they distinguish was special attacks would be different, so you're Muso. Totally, totally. But yeah, I, I think having a more localised, cohesive plot will work in its favour. Like, yeah. the trailer leads us to believe that it's just going to be three houses, except the combat's going to be Warriors system. Yeah, and with a lot of these Warriors games, you get a bit of a what-if scenario as well. So hopefully that'll be fun. Moving on, in a similar vein to Fire Emblem, Advanced Wars 1 and 2 is getting a reboot. Yeah, I don't know if I'll play them, but cool. If they're cheap enough, I will. Yeah, I played the one on the DS. It's a series that we've basically been missing for quite some time. Next, we're going to gloss over this really quickly. We have No Man's Sky coming to the Switch. Neither of us care, but it, there you go. It's going to be there. I own that game and I still don't play it. The next thing that got announced that's brand new, and I'm quite excited for because I love this game on the Wii, we're getting a new Super Mario Strikers. Yeah! 
Yeah. It's just Mario, but they play football. <laughs> Next up is Splatoon 3. It's going to come with a co-op mode that looks similar to Mass Effect 3's co-op, which makes me actually super interested in Splatoon 3. Kind of interesting, actually. But yeah, Splatoon 3 was teased a while ago. We always knew they were, there was going to be one. We didn't know if it was going to be on the Switch or the next console. This one I'm going to gloss over, but if you've got something to say about it, feel free. Front Mission 1 is getting a remake this summer, and its sequel will get a... So Front Mission 2 is going to be coming out sometime in the future. Don't know anything about those games. Fair enough. Next up, Disney Speedstorm. It is a kart racer featuring characters from Disney and Pixar. It's a free-to-play cross-platform game, so I'll probably give it a punt. Free-to-play is a very good price point. <laughs> <laughs> However, it depends the system they tend to go for. I I suspect there's going to probably be some gacha elements in unlocking characters, which is kind of lame. They could do like a weekly rotation, especially if the characters have different moves or whatever. It's hard to tell with kart racing. Some kart racing games, like Mario Kart, have different stats for kart and character combinations, so it could very easily be a freemium game where people who pay for the goods get advantages, which it's a system. I'm not a fan, fan of it, but it is a system that's been used for a while. Plus, you can have the stupidity that is Bowser on a bike. Sure. <laughs> Next up, we're going to run through these because these are just classic games that are getting Switch ports. We've got Star Wars The Force Unleashed, Assassin's Creed The Ezio Collection, SD Gundam Battle Alliance and Chrono Cross are all getting ports to the Switch. Chrono Cross is the one that I'm most excited for because we didn't have it in the UK. I've never played it and it do- the trailer that they released for it does look quite fun. Moving on, the next big announcement was the new Kirby game, Kirby and the Forgotten Land, which is a 3D platformer by the looks of it. Doesn't he eat a car? does it instantly got <laughs> memed into Carby <laughs> it's a new feature in the new game where he now has big eat mode I don't think that's what it's actually called but it's called something similar where he can eat items that are bigger than himself to give himself unique abilities so with the car he can drive really fast he can eat a soda machine and shoot soda cans at people it's actually kind of funny <laughs> yeah that is pretty good however in that ad they also had a very attractive shall we say female character who is a furry who immediately got looted okay <laughs> moving on to something neither of us care about but I need to mention it because the ad for it was hilarious to me they announced the new Major League Baseball game is coming to the Switch they have a very prominent Japanese player who currently plays in the American League speaking Japanese to say he's both offensive and defensive blah blah and then it cut to the most bored sounding American motherfucker explaining the gameplay of MLB yeah, you told me about this the other day. It sounded pretty funny. <laughs> funny. If you can find a clip of that, it's great. I, I recommend it. <laughs> Moving on, this is something we're also going to blitz through because they're just game collections that are coming to the Switch. The Kingdom Hearts trilogy is coming. It's called Cloud Edition, so you can play it via cloud. So you can download each game via the cloud on the go or whatever. I don't know how the fuck that's going to work. Normally they run on some external hardware and you stream the actual game experience to your Switch. It works perfectly in Japan. It doesn't work anywhere near as good in Britain. Yeah, we're also getting Klonoa. I'm not personally familiar. It's a platformer of some kind. And lastly, we're getting Portal 1 and 2, which I can see being really fun on the Switch and being on the go. Unfortunately, we've both completed it. Next up, we're getting Live Alive, or Live Alive, Live Alive. I forget how it's pronounced, but it it could be Live Alive, Live Alive, Live Alive, whatever. It's an RPG that's being released for the first time outside of Japan, and it looks pretty fun. I'm looking forward to actually giving it a go. Sweet. Next up, they announced Wii Sports, but it's on the Switch. Yep, yep. 
I don't know when it's coming out, but between February 18th and 20th is the network test. So if you want to give it a go before it comes out, before you buy it, that's probably the best time to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also had two elderly Japanese fellows, aka the people doing the announcement, play a bit of volleyball on stream for us. It was quite funny and also adorable. Yeah, because volleyball is the new game type for Wii Sports, isn't it? Next up, we had the announcement for more Taiko Drum, Taiko no Tachijin Rhythm Festival. Okay. I really like this game. However, I've never bought it. I've played it once, and that was when I was in Japan and they had a cabinet. Oh, yeah, the good old actual arcades. Yeah, it was very fun. One thing to note, they've got a bunch of songs to choose from, but the one that stood out and they specifically advertised, it's going to include Megalovania from hit game Undertale. Sweet. (laughs) So that's radical. I'm probably going to actually buy that game. Nice. Next up, Triangle Strategy has been fucking in development forever. There's a new demo out now that lets you play up to chapter three. Sweet, I actually will give that a go. Yeah, and you can transfer your save, so no worries there. Next up, Cuphead is getting its DLC, where you can play as Miss Chalice. Miss Chalice, okay. Who's a new character. That's all I really know. I like Cuphead, it looks great. I own it on Steam. I'm fucking terrible at it, so we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Next up, Metroid Dread gets a free update. It's got a new mode, which is called Dread Mode, which is one hit kill. You get hit once, same as dies. They also have another mode added, which is Rookie Mode, which makes everything a lot easier. Yeah, so you can just experience the story if you're shit. They also say they're going to add a free, another free update later on, but with no date, where it's just going to be Boss Wash Mode. Yeah. Next up, for the people who are subscribed to the online service, we get Earthbound plus Beginnings. Mm. I've never played Earthbound. I know it inspired Undertale and a bunch of other fan games so I might actually give it a go. I think it's another one of these things that well, it never appeared in Europe. Right, fair do. Next up in the presentation they flashed a bunch of games that were meh and nothing. So much so I didn't have time to write anything down. During this flash and barrage of games included the upcoming Demon Slayer game. Just chaff you expect to come out in due course anyhow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the next big announcement, which is the second to last by the way, everyone got their hypes up when they started talking about Mario Kart because they thought Mario Kart 9 was going to get announced. It's not what we got. We're getting DLC for Mario Kart 8 paid DLC mind you which isn't actually that expensive it's $24.99 at least that's what they said on the ad they're doing remastered courses from previous games there's going to be 6 waves and 8 courses come out of each wave so 48 altogether with the added caveat of you know that new online subscription mode that costs a little bit more yeah yeah if you sub to that you get this DLC for free yeah that's a nice little benefit for people that don't give a fuck about Animal Crossing because that was the only other DLC that you got for free I don't actually know what you get like apart from these things that they're adding in once in a blue moon you don't seem to really get that much additional with this additional package. I think the extra paid thing is you get the Sega games and you get the N64 games. Right. Fair enough, man. People bitching about this being paid DLC are so entitled. Yeah, because they're putting a lot of work into 48 courses. The game has been out since... It fucking wasn't even out with the Switch. It was out with the fucking Wii U. Yeah, yeah. Some people expect the world for free. I would rather pay like 50p for each course, though. I get you, but 24.99 for 48 courses, that's 50p a track. It's, it's really nothing. I'm in the camp of, yeah, I would have preferred they said Mario Kart 9 9 is on the way but this is still pretty decent what is kind of annoying though is that it does signal that there is still interest in Mario Kart and that they should be developing Mario Kart 9 and probably will release it in the not too distant future they're definitely working on it yeah the question is whether it's going to be on the Switch or the next console I'd be surprised if it comes out on the Switch or if it does come out on the Switch it'll be one of those games that's on the border so as soon as the next console comes out it'll come out on that as well yeah it's like a double header game you buy it once you get it on both no it's Nintendo, they won't do that. Yeah, they won't even be able to play any Switch games on the new console. (laughs) Well, they are sort of starting to embrace digital a little bit, so they've got no real excuse there. Although it's still Nintendo, so I wouldn't bet against it. But shall we move on to the final announcement? Yeah, let's shall. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Yeah! 
The game looks pretty, but it's not for me. I don't care about Xenoblade. I have Xenoblade 1. I didn't get far in Xedit on the 3DS. Didn't play Xenoblade 2, but apparently there are multiple lootable characters in it. So Xenoblade 3 will, will be excited to see what happens. It speaks volumes that you say there's lootable characters in it, and yet I don't know any of them. You probably do. You probably don't know them from Xenoblade. Don't think so, but okay. If you've been on the internet, you probably will have seen them. I'm very careful. I curate my lewds. <laughs> I use that tag system, motherfucker. <laughs> on that note, after talking about Nintendo, the most kid-friendly of fucking consoles. Rick, we're done with the Nintendo Direct, and it's time to move on. What are we doing today? We're doing the ancient versus modern of DuckTales. Woo-oo. And we're gonna start with the classic series on Disney+. Plus, Season 1, Episode 1, Don't Give Up the Ship. 3, 2, 1, and go. I want to hear this theme tune in its glory. I love it. Like a hurricane <laughs> here Ooh, in Duckburg. Maze cars, lasers, aeroplanes, it's a duck blur. I don't know this bit. <laughs> or rewrite history. DuckTales. DuckTales. It's the best part of any kid's show is the intro. Yeah, especially in the 90s. Do you see that hot goth bitch? Yes. <laughs> I'm not furry, goth but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a great pull to Goth Duck. <laughs> DuckTales? I forgot the nanny came with them. I don't think she does very often. Oh, but... Oh, that... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my, my, um, my brain had a crash. <laughs> well, I had, to, uh, I had to turn my sound down because it was just a tad bit loud, but it's also the theme tune, so the best part. Mm-hmm. It's really weird that he's called Scrooge, even though he's actually fairly generous with his cash. Yeah, and it, I think it's because he's generous, which is why he's not at 100% of money. True. I, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I did like the time Family Guy did the gag of doing a Scrooge McDucky vote, and Peter Griffin jumped off and immediately broke his neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a very good way to uh, to show that, you know, solids are indeed solid. Yep, and if that was molten gold, you'd have a different problem. Yeah, 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 you'd have the Game of Thrones problem. Ha <laughs> ha! Alternatively, Genghis Khan. Fair enough. Alright, maybe he's not as generous as I remember him being early on. Yep, yep, yep. Can. <laughs> 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 the um the subtitles went can I have several <laughs> now, uh, so Scrooge is rich because he refuses to spend money but I don't remember that element of his um of his character like, like there are definite episodes oh Donald is in the first episode yeah yeah so he's yeah un Uncle Donald sending him to live with Scrooge yeah it's weird, isn't it? Because they call Scrooge Uncle Scrooge, but Donald is also their uncle. Which implies that they're cousins or brothers. But Donald also but Donald also calls Scrooge Uncle Scrooge, so Yeah, it might be one of those where it's like a a, a different generation but cousins of cousins. Family trees are fucked up on this level, let me put it that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two dollars, fucking hell. Man, this yeah, this was the nineties. Oh, <laughs> it gives him the free cheese. 
You absolutely do not have to tip taxi drivers. However, if you don't tip a, ta- a cab driver in like New York or something, that's like one of the most terrifying encounters you can have. Also, I'm told. Yeah, yeah. Um, similarly for um, for wait staff, like you technically don't have to tip them, but you really should because that's all they get paid. No, no. In in the states, you have to tip. The service charge is not optional. Yeah, yeah. Bec- that fifteen percent is their wage packet. Yeah, yeah. That's why you. That's why you get Europeans being all bitchy about it. Because in this, in European countries in general, you if you get a tip, that's extra on top of your minimum fucking wage. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the time, there are more than minimum wage. Carluccios were the ones that got busted for it, um, trying to do it the American way of paying someone below minimum wage and then letting the tips um, tip them over. Good. I hope they got. I hope they got fucking bottled. Well, it's now the reason that you have to have minimum wage. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And then they started doing the thing of the the optional service charge, which was automatically added to your bill. Say that again, sir. They had an optional optional service charge automatically added to your bill. Yeah, that's dumb. Yeah. I'd be really mad if I was staying in a mansion and I still had to share a fucking room. See, yeah, so would I. It's not like he's costing him any more money. Nah. Because he already has the mansion. He also hasn't given them decent beds. They're literally fucking like military-style cots. Mm Mm-hmm. Bear in mind, you've not played Kingdom Hearts shit, so this might not make as much sense. But the reason why these three are the merchants in Kingdom Hearts is because Scrooge instrued them with... uh, Sorry, imbued them with... um, Oh, my brain's fucking... Like, great financial wisdom. Not financial wisdom. It's like, you've got to hustle and bustle if you want to fucking... You you want to eat, you're going to earn it. Yep, yep. Oh, man, what a prick that guy is. Yep. Oh, Donald's straight up in the fucking Navy in this. Yeah, okay. Flying jets? No, he's got to be cleaning it, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's the gag. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a pretty fucking respectable job, though. Unless you drop it on the Admiral. True, but at the same time, the Admiral shouldn't have fucking stood there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You should know better. Why would you do that? For the gag. <laughs> oh, no. Well, at least they didn't turn him into, like, a roast chicken like most shows would have done. Yeah, yeah. Like in Minecraft, where he just poofs and just turns into a pre-cooked chicken. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was one of the funniest things I, th- I saw in the um, the Minecraft Telltale game. When the pig dies, he just poofs into a pork chop. Oh, no. <laughs> the pig dies? That's a spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> he's like an additional party member the entire time. And he's a bit of a MacGuffin. He, he causes trouble. People have to save him. Ah, oh, dickhead. And then eventually he dies like halfway through and um, he just poofs. It's an emotional scene, but then pork chop. Okay. Well, you call him pork chop as well, I think, don't you? Uh, I think they call him Reuben, as in the toasted Reuben sandwich. Okay. Which actually uses corned beef. If you say so. <laughs> yeah, it's corned beef and cheese. Go fuck yourself, boss. Oh, no. I there's 
there's got to be a certain level of strictness with your with your, with your employees, absolutely. But um, I've worked for pricks like this. Yeah, expression of happiness should not be the kind of thing that you crack down on. I've got. Uh, we used to have this really du- uh, this fucking manager who had this thing about having hands in pockets, and it's like I'm walking, I'm I'm walking to my next thing I need to do. And you're bitching at me for having hands in pockets. He's like, if you've got hands in pockets, you're not doing nothing. I'm walking to the thing! What do you want, motherfucker? Except I'm far too polite for that. Yep, yep, yep. That's actually a reasonable thing to say, though. Gone. That money is to be taken seriously. Yeah, well... Yeah, except this is the problem with... This is a commentary on billionaires. Yeah. I'm going to hoard all the wealth. How are you not in prison forever? I think they are, but, like, they just break out each time. Oh, right. It's going to be a cake with a file in it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They look like fucking grenades. Yeah, they're bonbons, but they're bonbons. I know it's a cartoon, but that's fucking ridiculous. It is, because it wasn't even lit. Oh, you were so close to getting the pun as well, Rick. Almost. (laughs) I like how they couldn't fucking be asked to put a l'orange in the subtitles. Boarding schools are fucking barbaric. Yeah, they are. Just send your child off to, basically, school prison. Not even a joke, man. What? Okay, you're actually evil if you have a trapdoor in your room. We know this from Mr. Burns. Or literally any villain ever. That is literally what the scouts do, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like school. Like, it's basically free childcare. This is, sorry, to bit of a tangent, but this is literally how I make all of my houses ever in video games. Here's all the cool shit I collected. Yeah, yeah. You have a trophy room of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Skyrim, oh, I, enjoy, I loved when they added the build your own house to Skyrim, because that was fun. Yeah, like all the dragon bone that you got that you're never going to use because it's shit. Yeah, a little bit. I I liked um I liked having the armory and getting all these weird armors and putting them on things. Mm-hmm. And you can just give like really cool stuff to like your your wife and kids. Like not so much the kids, but you can have like a ridiculously over enchanted wooden sword. Yeah. <laughs> you give them a wooden sword that can end the world, but they never use it because it's just a wooden sword to them. Yeah. Then they come home and they want a giant pest frop spice spider and it's like, eh, I'm not sure about this. <laughs> okay. So he's calling them the three caballeros. He didn't call them that, but... But there are three of them and he calls them caballeros. Isn't caballero just like friends? Just guys. Ah. At least he didn't call them cabrons. Is this racist? Maybe. 
acres of cash. Man, this is kind of like NFTs, actually. What's more valuable, this river of cash or this one little boat? Well, the one <laughs> little boat is very valuable to one person because they're an idiot. Yep, yep. Well, it's the same as, like, actual art, though, isn't it? So I fucking... Oh. Have you... Oh. Oh, it's... Oh, it's... Oh. I know I'm just saying noises. Fuck. Um, 10 Downing Street spent, like, 100 grand, I believe, on two paintings last year. And one of them looks like someone just fucking sneezed on a canvas. And it's like, why? This is what our taxpayer money's going to. Well, it's because one of the person who painted it is probably someone's niece or something. I, it's a, it's a fucking racket. Art is a racket. Art is just used to fucking acquire money. Yeah, yeah. Well, not acquire money, money, launder money. Yeah. I know we're not there yet. What's your plan after that, kids? That's actually quite a good gag. Yeah. How do I know what a little wooden ship looks like? I'm. What do I look like? A little wooden sailor. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're fucking good, ain't you, lads? Yeah, running past them. They didn't even flinch. They were just sort of like, oh, look, there's kids. No, we just got told we should catch them. How? How did you not see them? How? I'm going to assume it's actually pitch black and we're being able to see because it's a cartoon and we need to see what's going on. We're given the blue filter, not just the pitch black and only see eyes. Man, um, I'm subscribed to a subreddit called Oddly Terrifying. Okay. Sometimes it's not oddly terrifying. Sometimes it's just straight up terrifying. You know exactly why. And someone shared a, some video footage of working on an oil rig and it's the middle of fu the fucking night and I shit you not, you, it's just pitch black. The only thing you can see is the railings that the guy is using to walk around. Oh boy. It, it's, I'm not even, can you imagine being there? Because you know you're surrounded by the ocean. He's got a fucking gun. Yeah, he brought the blunderbuss. He, he picked it up when the, when he got out of bed. Oh, and he's not going to believe them. This sucks. Lying about the Beagle Boys. Do you not have CCTV, old man? I think this was before CCTV was common. Yeah, but he's rich, so... He's rich and he's in a cartoon. It's not unbelievable he could have, like, magical drones before drones even existed. Yeah, fair enough. Dickhead, mate. Yeah, yeah. I think that the plot of this first episode is them gaining Scrooge's trust, and then next episode onwards, Scrooge is a bit more generous with them. Yep, yep, yep. I believe that's a fucking um, ZZ Top song. The LaGrange Theatre? Well, that, I think it's actually called LaGrange. Okay. But it's pretty similar. Yeah, it's probably what it's a gag on. Oh, they made a hang glider. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of impressive for three-year-old. They're not three. They're like, what, eight? Yeah, something like that, yeah. One thing that bugged me when they were in the in the vault, though, they said a human ladder when they're not human, they're ducks. Yeah, but things like that bug you all the time anyway. You did the same thing with the uh, redacted part of Boba Fett. Well, fair enough. It worked pretty well considering they're eight. 
Yeah, yeah. And they got onto the uh, the canvas slide. Yeah. But they're ducks. Why do they care? They they were still wearing their clothes at the time. Yeah, fair enough. Right, so it's implied right now that it can't be as dark as it was before, because, oh, I suppose there is a light source next to them. Yeah, there is a light bulb on. A single light bulb. Why the fuck have they not changed their clothes? Yeah, they've still got the fucking... <laughs> yeah, they've still got the, um, the prisoner numbers on. Yeah. Like, that's the part as well. Why would you not at least get rid of that bit? Yeah, because he's still... Even without it, it's still a pretty good villain uniform. Yeah. That was a fucking risky move, man. Did they have the eye masks on them when they were in prison? I can't remember. I think they did. I think... I'll be honest with you. I think animators back in the day were on the lazy side because this had to be hand-drawn. Yeah, they had one design and that's what they played. Yeah. It might be one of them that everyone who's a villain has an eye mask on all the time and it might be part of their skin. Could be. Why? What help is to cut? Oh, okay, they're doing that. That makes a bit more sense than none. Oh, they just happened to be on the trap door at the time. <laughs> Jumping around just to find the trap door. Yeah. They were not standing in that spot when the, the the kids went down. No. Fucking RNG Jesus strikes again. Yeah, yeah, like pump all your stats into luck because you're kids. <laughs> uh, because it's a Disney show, so the kids can't be killed. Oh, apparently, it's all the way into morning now as well. Okay. Man, I do remember playing the DuckTale Game Boy game. That thing was hard. Okay. Yeah, they've done it. I think they recently did a um, a remaster of the NES. It was back on the PS3 as well. Uh, yeah, where yeah, they remastered yeah. it and made it look really, uh, really fucking modern. Yeah. <laughs> it's got really good fucking music as well, dude. Yeah, but does it be... Woo-hoo! <laughs> um, in terms of iconic 8-bit music, it's probably on par. And this guy, guy's old as fuck. Yeah, he is. Oh, they no longer exist. Yeah, this is his heel realisation. <laughs> he didn't think that about uh, ever. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, why would you bother doing that and not just let go of the cable and have them fall to their death? Because it's a cartoon, it's but yeah. Yeah, because it's Disney, but yeah. <laughs> Plus, it makes it a lot like fun, which is the worst part. Yeah, that's not good. How? They just went through... Oh, Disney, but glass, bad. Cheese factory. I thought they were in a chocolate factory, though. 
Also, that ship is now fucking ruined because of the cheese. Yeah, the candy factory. Yeah, it was the candy factory, wasn't it? So it must have been toffee then or something, right? Or caramel. Yeah, yeah. Och, you went late. I can't do a Scottish accent, fuck. <laughs> He's just going to beat the shit out of him with his cane, because that's what old folk do. Good lads, I'm going to beat the shit out of these stupid bastards. That's just it. The only reason he's so tough is like he's not even a special duck. He's just Scottish. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> angie, <laughs> always angie all the time. If he ain't beating the shit out of you with his cane, he's drinking whiskey. Yeah, and that just lets him beat the shit out of you with a cane for longer because he doesn't feel when he's tired. Yeah, yeah, and he's got a he's got a fucking status buff that don't let him feel pain for five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> It was caramel, yeah. Here's a pro tip. If you want someone to film something, don't fucking shake them when they're holding the camera. Yep. I would love if he, after he kissed that, he just went, ugh. Yeah. Yeah, just spit, yeah. <laughs> he kissed the duck and then just starts spitting to get rid of the kiss. One of my, um, one of my favourite gags in wrestling ever is a guy called Christian run the hardcore title. The hardcore title is, like, disgusting and beat up and lived for a long time in the bin. Yeah. And he wins it by pinning someone. He goes, yeah, yeah, and he kisses it like it's the world champion, uh, world championship. And he just looks at it and goes, <laughs> so fucking stupid. I love it. Again, Are going to cool down and harden into statues? I was going to say, you have to fucking realise that that chocolate would have been boiling hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So would the, um... So would the caramel. Like, the caramel would... The chocolate's probably easier to live in, but the caramel, like, will stick to you and burn you and... Even if you try and cool it down with, like, water or whatever, the inside layer that's stuck to your skin will still be burning you. Well, how much sugar is in caramel? All. Well, well here you go, right? Because a popular thing to do in prison is to boil a, a, a kettle full of water with sugar in it, and then you chuck it at someone and it fucks them up. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember where I got that information from, so much so that it might be bollocks, but it's what I've read somewhere. Yeah, hot caramel bomb. Unfortunately, they left an imprint of the... an imprint of the ship in the chocolate, which they actually... they actually showed that as well. Yeah, they did make a point about it, so... Man, supervising editor was something wolf, so that was fitting. Why? Every time... Why would you not let me watch the credits, you bitch? You have to click back on the little little tiny window that they I make did! Tiny. I clicked on the tiny window and then it took me to the episode list because it's a dickhead. <laughs> okay, I'll let you know when it ends. Okay. But yeah. Different from what I remember, but um, definitely not bad. Like it, it holds up today. Like The quality of the animation is on the low end, but that's only if you compare it to modern day shit. Yeah, it's one of those where... It was scanned at the highest resolution that they could at the time. 
or whatever the whatever the actual method was, which you know isn't very large. And when you put it on like a 1080p or 4K screen, obviously it's not going to look as good as it would have done in nostalgia. And partially because when you looked at it on an old CRT, it kind of smooths out all the imperfections, which is why old games look good as well. And also, we have to point out, and I can't stress this enough, they had to hand-draw everything. Yes. This would have been, what, the 70s? Maybe the 60s. Nah, I think this was the 80s, like, going into the 90s. Oh, I think it's slightly older than that. Uh, Like, old Donald Duck was older, but I think this was, like, a little bit more recent. Duck- oh, yeah, okay, DuckTales first aired on 18th of September 1987. Fucking hell, a hundred episodes, plus one film, apparently, the original series. It's a pretty long runner. Yeah, they tried to make a lot of cartoons back then be so not tied to each other that you could just watch any episode out of order and it'd just be like, oh yeah, these are the characters, cool, go. I mean, shit, even in the 90s it was the same with live-action stuff, because Power Rangers was notorious for it. Yeah, the only things that had any continuity is whether Tommy had joined. I've not told this story on the podcast. For our friend's birthday, Parallel Signs, Chris, he's been on the podcast, so it's okay to talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I went around his house. What we did was, is we were like, yeah, let's watch Green with Envy. And it led to one of the funniest experiences, well, I say experiences. I I thought it was funny as fuck. Chris less so. There's a scene in that where Goldar is just fucking with Jason. Like, they're trapped in some, in, like, Goldar's fucking bedroom, but it's just a fog-filled arena. And Goldar's trying to stab the shit out of him. And all I could think while watching it was, I bet, I fucking bet bet if we look hard enough there is fan fiction set in this scene where instead of him trying to kill him they're fucking <laughs> so i went to archive of our own on my phone and i went i'm gonna i've gotta see i've gotta see let's see goldar x jason fix there are 17 let's filter them to explicit there are three okay i picked the first run and i started reading it and it made chris so uncomfortable <laughs> okay i can see why he thought it was less funny than you did uncomfortable but we were both laughing all the while because i was doing my bullshit stupid fan fiction narrator voice <laughs> yeah okay i don't want to make fun out of, out of people's hard work because i imagine people sink a lot of time into fanfic which is why we scrapped the fucking segment from the show yeah it is fun reading Reading cringe fanfics, <laughs> especially with friends. Like if you do it on your own, it's a bit. It just makes you go. Ah. But if you're with friends, it's like <laughs> this is good for a giggle. Mm-hmm. The best part was it's a Goldar x Jason thing, right? Goldar is a golden monster. Yeah. In this fic, the person writing it clearly wasn't a fan of that because he magically t- t- transformed into a hunky man. <laughs> so it, w- it wasn't even Goldar x Jason. It was Goldar transformed into a human x Jason. Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, good times, good times. Anyway, we've now switched over to the modern incarnation, or, uh, what was it, like a reboot, really, of DuckTales? It's like a reboot slash maybe continuation, I guess we'll find out in this first episode. It's definitely a reboot, it's not a continuation, because I caught some of these episodes when I was visiting my nan in Wales back in the day. Okay, so you have more experience than I do in this. Yes, we've got uh, good old David Tennant taking over the role of Scrooge. That's kind of cool, actually. It is, he's Scottish. Yeah, he is. People forget that because the, most of the time they see him playing frickin' The Doctor, so... We'll get more into it as we watch the episode, I suspect. So I'm going to throw it over to you to introduce the next episode. DuckTales, new, season one, episode one, woo-oo. Three, two, one, and go. What the fuck? Oh, Disney XD. <laughs> okay, it's the same lyrics, but different singer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah, it's oh yeah, that's um. Was it Rota? Blood. Was it no? I forgot the I forgot the name of the guy that drives the plane. 
DuckTales, woo! Sorry, you can't not. Yeah, I don't know people's names. I know Scrooge and I know Huey Dewey Louie. I like this comic aesthetic that they got during the opening, though. Oh, the Nan's turned into a real buff badass. Yeah. <laughs> Makes it look like the Nan's got more of a uh, more of a role in this version. Possibly. Like, the, the, the Nan might not have gotten introduced till really late in the uh, original. Yeah, because they only had Duckworth, didn't they? Hmm. Everyone's scaring off the seagull. <laughs> well, to be fair, seagulls are wankers. They are. Despite living nowhere near the sea, we used to have seagulls terrorise our fucking secondary school. I think it's the exact same plot of Donald leaving the kids at the, uh, at the, uh, at the Scroogey. Mm-hmm. I would fucking hit this kid. Yeah, a smug little shit. <laughs> it feels like they might be giving the kids their own personalities this time. Yeah, rather than just being three copies of the same kid that just go, gee, Uncle Donald. Mm. Like, this one's really peppy. The other one is a bit realistic. What's the third one going to be like? Bookie and not want to talk to anyone. Probably. So it's, prob- it's just going to be fucking um, Alvin and the Chipmunk. Oh, no. Why are they already inflated? Oh, to show that it is actually a, a life jacket. I guess. Oh, they gave her a new address. Oh, she's an old woman. She's easily abused, unfortunately. Wow. Oh, okay, so they like to fuck with him, but not so much that they ruin his life, at least. Yeah, the um, the gag of dress for the job you want, not the job you have, which is none, was actually decent advice, just given in a sarcastic way. I like how even when he's dressed in a suit, he doesn't have pants. <laughs> Alright, that was good. Alright, so he's the TJ Detweiler. Yep. <laughs> Hijacking the houseboat. Yeah. Oh, cool, they've got full names. So I'm guessing Louis is. Louis? Yeah, but Lewis is just spelt the same as Louis. Well, I suppose not in this context, but you know. Oh, it might be the British Lewis with an E, e and a W. Wankers. <laughs> I'm sorry, anyone who's called Lewis watching this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, completely different reaction to before, eh? Yeah. What? <laughs> Shaved bear. Technically correct. <laughs> oh, so the background music was actually in the car. That's cool. Darkwing Duck is here? <laughs> oh, vultures, good game. Oh, vultures in the boardroom, yeah. You know, I don't hate it. It's a pretty good voice for him. Even though we've only heard the word fantastic. You wouldn't be able to tell us his tenant. No. Although I think there are some times when he plays Happy Scrooge and it comes out a bit. 
But yeah, if you're going to cast someone as a Scottish duck, let's cast a fucking Scot. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, a lot of people that grew up listening to Scottish accents probably just listened to people faking it. Oi! I didn't know he was a chauffeur. I thought he just drove the plane. I think he starts out as the chauffeur and then he becomes the um, the pilot. He's not a good chauffeur. No. Yeah, now you can hear Tennant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Angry Tennant when he's... Um... When he's Crowley. Oh, okay. I'll tell you what. Like, it sounds like... It, like, when he did a comedy sketch for Comic Relief as Doctor Who, educating Catherine Tate, when he got angry, he sounded exactly like... His Scottish comes out when he's got an angry voice. I shit you not. <laughs> he can't help it. <laughs> Lovely. Wow. <laughs> I'm loving this entire scene and I don't really know why. <laughs> <laughs> They're having a Mexican standoff. Well, not even a Mexican standoff because there's only two of them. Mexican standoff does usually include two. I thought the Mexican standoff was when there's three. Mexican standoff is two sides at a, at a deadlock. You got you both got guns pointed or weapons pointed. So if you shoot, I'm shooting and no one wins. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. I thought the actual standoff was n- whoever fires first loses because the other person can just shoot the person that fired first. And then is the only one left alive. I guess if the first one has really shit aim, which isn't usually the case. Again, I mean... No, that's, that's between three. Uh, you, I I think you're getting Mexican standoff confused because you've watched The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Maybe so. <laughs> Where they do have a Mexican standoff, but it includes three people. Yep, yep, fair enough, fair enough. I was so busy thinking of the definition of the word, I missed most of that encounter. <laughs> wow. Oh, the nanny's here. Ah, She's a lot kinder than the dog butler. Yeah, she is. Why would you have diamonds in your apples? Because he's rich. (laughs) It makes no sense. Have they eaten his his sandwiches already? I think the animators just forgot they put them there. Oh, that's a... Yeah. I'm triggered. (laughs) (laughs) That's horrible. The marbles. Wow. Wow. How How much do marbles even cost nowadays? I imagine you get quite a few for like two quid. Well, it it could go either way. Like, you can get, like, shit plastic ones really easily. Um, oh, Jesus Christ, I just unlocked a core memory. I nearly choked to death on marbles. Oh. Um, 
Oh, fucking hell. That just fucking hit me out of nowhere. Okay, I didn't really nearly choke to death, but I, I could have done. Um, I was what... You remember Bottom, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I was Rick about... And... Yeah, I was about 11 while watching it with my brother, the live show. And there was a scene in it, because we had it on VHS, so we just we watched the same thing over and over. Yeah. And there's a scene where the guy is just spitting out loads and loads of teeth. So I was just like, okay, cool. I'm going to repeat that scene in front of my brother because it's funny. So I filled my mouth with marbles. And then I started spitting them out one by one, mimicking the thing on the TV. And yeah, then I had like three just lodged down my throat. And I spent about 10 minutes in the bathroom trying to spit them out because I didn't want to worry anyone. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, don't, think, I don't think anyone that's out, outside me and my brother even know that happened. But yeah. Dumb kid. Close to death for the sake of a gag. Again, I don't think I was close to death or even really choking, but I definitely had something that one lodged... I think it was lodged in my um, esophagus, not my fucking windpipe. Okay. So, no danger, but felt really uncomfortable. Oh, she's the granddaughter of the housekeeper. Interesting, because I, I assume she was another nephew... Uh, sorry, a niece, but she's not. She's just related to the help. She's kind of fucked up, but yeah. Oh, that's really cute, actually. She's just, uh... On the, um... On the conspiracy board, she's now connected them and put friends. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Blaggart, you don't hear that word much these days. These days. No, no, no. Apparently, it's, uh, it's short for Blackguard. Okay. It's the same amount of syllables. Yeah, but it's one of those, if you, um, if you run it close together, then it sounds less... Um... <laughs> oh, it's adorable. They're the has-beens, I am and am now. Ah, <laughs> oh, Launchpad's his name. Yeah, Launchpad. That's very fair. Man, that's a uh, that's a tough thing to hear, even accidentally. Yeah, except I'm pretty sure he's referring to a spat he had with Donald. Either that, or something that Donald has been blamed for that was someone else's fault. Very possible. Like Donald gets blamed for a lot of shit that weren't actually him. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't lift your own head. It's not his own head, though. It's his head with a massive metal fucking vault on it. Yeah, yeah. A bathysphere or whatever it is. I know Kung Fu! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really sad. It is. Um, 
Man, there's a quote out there which uh, gets under people's skins of um, born too late to explore the world, but too early to explore the stars. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's sad on the surface level. But when you dig even a little bit below, you are not too late to explore the world. There is so much shit we don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's not as glamorous as you think it is. You're not going to map anywhere new, probably. But you can learn so much shit for the world. Yeah, it's too late to map the world is what what they're actually saying. Yeah, except it's not too late to fucking map the deep seas. True. However, that is actually terrifying, and people don't want to do that. No. No, 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 no. What is it? It was some real... the Like, you look at the numbers, and we know more about space than we do our own deep seas or deep oceans. Oh, yeah, because you can see space. Like, it's very difficult to get below a certain depth because of the sheer pressure. Yeah, but we've got those... We, 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 we are... Uh, we have the technology now. Hmm. <laughs> And that looks like the parent of, like, um, Max's um, love interest in Goofy Movie. Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> I love how he's going to staple his thing together just because he looked at his neighbours and it's just like, oh, man, their CV looks better than mine. And now he's having a Donald fit. Uh, and uh, he's uh, used all the staples. Dickhead, mate. <laughs> Smile, you're on camera. And he stapled his fucking <laughs> sleeve to the table. <laughs> Yeah, you can see the pixels. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you remember that old shit back on the fucking early days of the internet? Yeah, everything was Photoshop. Yeah, you could tell by the pixels. <laughs> oh, shit! How c- Ghost is the scourge of the River Styx. A, a fucking river filled with ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he robs other ghosts. Well, in theory, he could uh, he could rob their um. Uh, he could rob their fucking coins for uh Karen, or Sharon, Sharon. I don't fucking know how it's pronounced. Yeah, Sh- Sharon. <laughs> could happen. Scrooge just found out, motherfuckers. Dismal Downs. Fuck going there. <laughs> I like how even the pirate was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> He's already had his ass beat by by um by Scrooge, so. Oh, instead of a headless horseman, it's a headless horse. Is that the gag? <laughs> yeah, it's a headless horse with a man. <laughs> <laughs> what a dickhead. That's a pretty good bargaining tool, actually. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> That's a great line. Scrooge is uh, is a lot more spry, isn't he? Yeah, he is. <laughs> Ahead. I'm no longer a freak. Thank you. <laughs> I must go now. My home planet needs me. <laughs> that is going to frighten the shit out of people in the city. Mm. 
That was a good try, buddy. <laughs> the garage. Where else am I going to keep it? Yeah. <laughs> Montezuma stacker magazines. <laughs> uh, yeah, Scrooge goes, it's a garage, and the, and the Americans go, oh, you mean a garage? Oh! Oh no! Free gongs means bad things are happening, or something. Oh, Shenron awakens. <laughs> I love the realization. And you already hit it two times, don't you? <laughs> it's a golden dragon of death, and as we all know, golden dragons spew fire. Yep. But is it acid? He's a gold hunting dragon. Oh no! I still love that they call it a money bin. Yep, yep. <laughs> we just unleashed a dragon of death on our uncle's... Um... Oh, okay. That, okay. I thought they were being dead serious and everything. <laughs> I like the idea of someone not being able to drive a car very well, but being an ace pilot. Yeah, that was... Um, it's a weird thing. That, that's how I felt when I was growing up and playing, like, flight sims and space sims and all that. You can dodge in three directions when you've got that kind of freedom. Whereas on the ground, you don't have a jump button <laughs> on the car. You also got to stop a lot. Yeah. You bad da dragon dog is what he said, I think. Yeah, he did. You're a bad dragon dog. Don't fuck around with an old man with a cane. No, especially one who's using it like a fencing tool. Yeah. That would still hurt like shit. Yeah. It's like, um... It's the th the three the three equal cubes part when um, someone says about Superman catching Lois Lane. Well, they it's how they kill off Gwen Stacy, for fuck's sake. Yeah. It's the only time fucking Spider-Man's webs act like they're supposed to. Is that the Infinity Gauntlet, but in, du in ducktail form? <laughs> as, far as, it was, as far as it seems, yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker, he's been telling you all episode! <laughs> and his name is Launchpad. He wears a leather duster that you are only legally allowed to wear if you fly shit planes. Yeah. <laughs> or are a cowboy. I guess. But aren't pilots just cowboys of the sky? I mean, yeah. A sky wrangler. <laughs> That's a great one. Well, you ain't done that for a minute. Yeah, he's, he's, he can dive from great height. <laughs> he's going to hit a mountain. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Why? Why did that tickle me? I love you! This is what he's gonna say, innit? This is the most fun I've had in years! Yeah. And I love it! Yep. <laughs> Solid gold flip phone. Can't afford an iPhone, slash didn't get the licensing rights. <laughs> <laughs> Having to remind him again she's not a secretary. Yeah, but she doesn't mind this time. <laughs> Still staple to the wall. Ah, oh, because this is Scrooge's rival. Yep, yep, yep. You can tell by the kill. Oh, he gets the sailor job back. Oh, Donald's going to work against his uncle without knowing it. Yeah. Do, 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 do. Life feels like a hurricane. Oh, man. There's got to be a fucking like, heavy metal version of this song out there somewhere, right? Uh, definitely. I think I've seen one. Someone's name was Robin Police. <laughs> what an unfortunate name. Oh man, there was one that was on TV and someone got a screenshot of it. And it's a British policeman who's giving an interview on the news. And, it's, and his name is PC Robin Banks. That's great. <laughs> oh, man, I remember back in the day... Um, you know when they only had X amount of credits on video games because they did actually ha only have small teams? Yeah, yeah. Digimon World 1. Mm -hmm. And I remember this to this day because st I still don't know if it was someone's nickname or they were just thanking it in general. But under special thanks, one of the things was, special thanks, chicken nuggets. <laughs> and to this day, I really don't know if it was an affectionate nickname of someone. Like, we call Nibs Nugget Master because she likes nuggies. Yeah, she likes her nuggies. Yeah. But um, I genuinely suspect that there was some rough nights at the office where they were like trying to beat fucking errors in their code. And they were just like, oh man, let's order some chicken nuggets and get through this. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's also the, um, there's a thing called rubber duck troubleshooting when you're doing coding. If you're losing your shit trying to figure out where the bug is in the code, one of the ways is to get a rubber duck place it on your desk and explain each line to the rubber duck. Okay. And they had to get additional ducks because of the number of them that ended up getting, like, inordinately damaged by people getting angry. <laughs> Throwing the duck across the room because the thing that they taught the duck and realized was the, was the issue was so simple that they can't believe they didn't get, they didn't get it so far. Well, it's really interesting because... A lot of problems you have can be solved by just listening to yourself speak. Because um, a very popular editing technique 
when you're writing is to either just read it out loud for yourself or there's a lot of programs nowadays where you can copy and paste your text into it and it will read it for you in an automatically generated voice. Yeah, you can get like a readability score as well of how much of this is proper now and how how difficult is it for a newcomer to read. Yeah, but also fuck that, I don't care. <laughs> if, you, if you listen to it and it makes sense to your ear when you hear someone else speaking, then you know you've done a decent job because it, it pauses for commas and full stops as you're supposed to. Sweet. The amount of times I've read back things I've written and I've just gone, yeah, that makes sense. But I, I also know what it's meant to say. So, of course, it makes sense in my fucking head. Mm, mm. Yeah, so I don't spell check for people. <laughs> but, yeah, we've now watched both episodes of DuckTales, one from the original series and one from the reboot. What did you think of the reboot? So, I found myself smiling a lot more at the reboot. And that's not a knock on the original series. There's obviously the nostalgia there. They obviously had a good formula, good enough to good enough to carry it through 100 episodes. But when I actually looked at myself and, like, caught myself, yeah, there was a lot there was a lot of heart in the in the new one and i think webby is the key to that like having another kid that's not just the triplets who've known each other all this time is a pretty good window into it but yeah what do you think i generally agree with your sentiment however i think the actual missing ingredient is the change in the setup because in the setup for the first one they all already knew uncle scrooge as being a dick whereas in this one it's we actually start with the nephews have never actually met scrooge and they they've built up a legacy and a mental image of him and they're like oh we're finally going to meet him and then he disappoints and half the episode is just doubling down on oh this is not what we expected only to have it flip and go no Scrooge is awesome so with that said we should probably wind down now just to make life easier for ourselves we've decided to not give our usual awards twice and instead do that once with the additional caveat of giving an uh, additional thumbs up and that is basically going to be which one did we think had the better first episode so to that end Rick I'll ask you it first out of the two which do you think was the better start I think the new one had a slightly better start disregarding the fact that the old one didn't have something to build on but yeah i'm gonna give it to the new one how about you i agree 100 percent. the only thing that made me smile in the first episode was oh yeah i remember this i get you whereas the new one actually a lot of the jokes were pretty good the visuals were great it's, it's a bit harsh to judge them on visuals because again hand drawing something in the 80s and drawing something now completely different techniques and arguably easier to do nowadays yeah you use some kind of digital technique and go from there which is something that you couldn't really do back then because he had a very specific character design sheet that multiple different animators were using it all at once. Absolutely, man. Blows my mind looking back at people having, I don't know the exact word, but you used to put them on like projectors. You'd have that with a character on and you just put it over a drawn scene and then you've got like a dozen of those in different poses. It must have taken hours to animate a cartoon. Not hours, days, weeks. Yeah, days, days, days. With that decided, let's go ahead and give out our usual awards. So, first things first. Rick, I know you got one. Want to tell your favourite moment? It was probably actually caking the villains in all of the candy in the old episode. It was a good visual. Giving them some comeuppance in a sort of non-lethal fashion, but also we talked a lot about how it would really be lethal. Oh, in real life, they'd be fucked. Yeah, they'd be super dead. But yeah, how about you? It's kind of like several that build up to a gag. Launchpad finally getting a flyer pl- plane and Scrooge being like, Launchpad's a pilot? Yeah. <laughs> it's in his name. <laughs> Fuck it being in his name. He said it every scene he was in, including when he was chauffeuring. Yeah, it just shows how little Scrooge listens to his uh, employees. I mean, he still thinks he's made as a secretary, but hey-ho. <laughs> we can't only talk about the good things, unfortunately. We do need to dwell a little bit on the negatives. So to that end, Rick, have you got a weakest link for me? I think my weakest link is the butler in the old series he was a prick (laughs) 
I think in that universe, there's a bit of racism going on, and dogs are just assholes, whereas ducks are gods. Yeah, maybe so. Because the uh, the Beagle Boys, they're dogs. Yep. The wolf, the Spanish Wolf Man, is technically a dog. Yeah, yeah. That's just dog squared. But yeah, uh, how about you? Do you have a weakest link? The problem with first episodes is they're setting up the world and they're setting up what we're going to be watching for the next series. And sometimes they don't really have enough time to do that. In both episodes, the only real plot point that matters is Scrooge is no longer a villain, as it were, and is now transitioned to oh, I'm going to teach my nephew shit and have fun with them. Yeah, he's a gentleman adventurer that wants to pass down the legacy. And that's all that happens. And I, I, I'm saying that's all that happens, but that's all that needs to happen in the first episode. But it's a, it's a bit of a bummer that that's all that we get. Mm-hmm. Bit of a cheat for The Weakest Link, but uh, you have to sometimes. But yes, let's get to our all-important final award. Rick, who is your MVP of DuckTales? Well, it's got to be Scrooge, ain't it? As much screen time as the boys get, you can't give it to one of them over any of the other two. So the one that carries both stories the most is Scrooge. You're absolutely correct, but going on to Huey, Dewey and Louie, it's even worse in the first series because they're just one character. At least in the reboot, they've got slightly unique quirks each. Yeah, in the original series, they're just Duck Cerberus. You're not wrong, and it hurts. But how about you? Who's your MVP? It's got to be Scrooge. Yep. I don't see it being anyone else, to be honest. Scrooge is the show. It's DuckTales. Ooh. But really, it should be Uxenkool Scrooge's show. I think the only reason it's DuckTales is because they're in Duckburg and all the other important characters are ducks. Yeah. I can't remember how long into the original series they go until they introduce Darkwing Duck as well, which is such a fun character. They give him his own series. Yeah. I remember that series. That was fun. That is a discussion for another time. For now, I think it's time to say goodbye to our wonderful fans. You know the drill by now. If you've made it this far, you are our favourite people. If you wish to have a little chat with us, tell us what you thought of the episode, or give us suggestions for future content, please feel free to leave a comment down below in the comment section if you're on YouTube. If you are not on YouTube, but listening via one of our many audio platforms, you can send us an email. Where have they send said email to, Rick? NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Once again, that is NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com. Yes, yes, yes. We're very eager to hear from people, and yeah, there's nothing else to say really except keep yourself safe and keep yourselves happy guys we'll see y'all again next week bye